Hello and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We're back to discuss the 10th episode in the 5th season of Archer Palace Intrigue Part 1. I did know that we were having multiple parters coming up. I didn't know if it was going to be one, two, or three. But it turns out we have four episodes left and only two episodes in the in the two-parter so there's that to have corrected myself on i think i also lost track of which episode title i was on because last week's episode on the carpet had special guest star christian slater and fred armison as gustavo gustavo calderon However, I did not give them their credit. And Fred is also in this episode, joined by Lauren Cohen as Juliana Calderon. And I love that it's the Walking Dead, Maggie, that is voicing this character. I never put that together in the past, and that's the joy and value in rewatching shows that you enjoy rewatching because everything does not warrant a rewatch i mean merlin the second time around absolutely ruined everything about what i loved about merlin (laughs) especially with shy and mimi over here for the first time judging me like wait a minute you set me up with expectations i'm like i had some too apparently nostalgia once again came in deceive me even though i still love the romance between guinevere and and archer even though that shit ended real real uh saltine like but that is not what we're here to discuss we're here to discuss adam reed's palace intrigue part one before we jump into the recap and review wherever you listen to this podcast, wherever good podcasts can be found. Go down to the radio section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Like, share, subscribe. And if you want to send feedback on Archer or any other show that I do, blackercouch at gmail.com. Mallory likens being on the bumpy plane ride to that of a bus, which leads to a discussion of... The Breakfast Club, the movie, and who would be playing which character with Pam, the disgusting janitor that everyone thinks is cool. Oh, bitch. Mind you, that's after they're discovered to be stowing away her and Charlene in a crate together with, I don't know, metal sheets around the box. But we'll discuss that later. Mallory said, y'all just saying words because none of these references make sense to me. And kind of same, I remember watching The Breakfast Club, but it does not have that high level of influence in my childhood at all. There's no relation. (laughs) Not even a tiny bit to that type of suburban lifestyle going on there around the time in which it was happening shit he was going to school trying not to get beat up on the sidewalk give me your fucking money 
Charlene and Pam can stay in the crate into this trip that they smuggled themselves into this trip while the rest discuss the plan regarding Calderon and how they are going to explain how six million dollars in coke was divided by one million dollars in weapons because the math ain't mathin'. Mallory casually dismisses this because the drugs are abundant in Central America and now all they need to do is continue to generate more arms deals for more profit econ one-on-one shout Cyril to Lana don't be shitty I see Mallory isn't allowing Cyril to continue his petty crusade against Lana for not even considering him the last option I would rather be alone than be with you mentioning Slater who may and may not be with the CIA is not considered a good idea by Lana. Is he the one that teabagged you? And his name is bruh. He said beanbag and there is a huge difference. Despite Lana begging that they listen to her concerns, Ray gives Slater's name anyway before getting the all clear to land. Archer has confessed to cutting back on both booze and tender sex in an effort to prove himself worthy of being a at least a godparent however when they are all told to hit the tarmac with many guns pointed at them lana can't help but point out this is the reason why that request will never be granted but seriously lana i gotta take a second out of my day to chastise you because you taking your pregnant belly into an arms deal involving yourself further into criminal activities and you not having no intel and outlook design a name that's a viable option instead of whatever the fuck mallory and archer are coming up with because at this point you should know that they are not dependable Calderon shows up asking who's in charge he likes to shoot guns in the air and when he runs out of bullets someone's there his woodhouse to provide him with another gun so he can keep on shooting because when he gets there he's the one that's in charge not the baboon face baboon who responded Archer points the president day in the direction of the permanently scowling Mallory as the one in charge and thus responsible for the late arrival. The rumors are apparently true regarding Krieger, but before we can figure out what the fuck that means, everyone else is told to be taken into arrest but him. Fortunately, at that moment, Charlene is discovered as well as Pam in the crate when they drop it. And the Presidente happens to be her biggest fan, smoothing the rest of their way to the luxury of the palace. Question, with all them bullets, How the fuck did he not die? Since Sherilyn is tired, Mallory takes the Presidente away to discuss terms while Ray and Cyril wonder why they always share a room together though neither seemed to mind even though ray was all about the gay cabal the transitional scenes were spot on even if archer's rapping was not 
He is accosted by a redheaded maid who makes her intentions clear. Get your ass on that bed and prepare for the night of your life. I really feel bad for Woodhouse because Archer is very inconsiderate of his clothing and the way he ripped off those buttons. Not to mention someone's going to walk around and step on that shit and it's going to be unpleasant because this is a bedroom and you're meant to walk around without socks or the expectation of stepping on things that you wouldn't expect people to leave on the floor, but now others got to walk on buttons. And then someone has to pick them up. Like I said, you're not going to do it because you're Archer. And now that shirt is absolutely not even feasible anymore. Where was I at? Other than chastising Archer about his his choices. Too bad regarding the maid choosing that moment to have sex with Archer because Krieger could really use some more towels. He's cut. Like, my guy, what are you doing? <laughs> to get those type of abs for no reason. He joins Cyril and Pam, who has a vase that she's going to use to find some ice, while Mallory and the Presidente seem to be having separate conversations about different aims. Anything? Do you have gas? <laughs> she was like, ew, no. <laughs> he was <laughs> probably talking about mustard gas. <laughs> Opening an unauthorized door can lead to some earth-shattering secrets, like the fact that Krieger has three clones. Oh, what's the kidding? This, of course, causes some distress. President Day doesn't have any money to continue to pay for weapons, which is why he gave the CIA coke to begin with to give blacks <laughs> two in the city. They're very much talking about the 70s so that they could continue to supply weapons to defeat the communists in the first place. But Mallory claims the White House has lost faith in his ability to win the war. And by the end of the episode, she might not be talking shit and thus require cash money, something he doesn't have despite the wealth around him, including drinking Ben Franklin's wine and having a blank portrait. Well, they drew something, but then I guess repainted it white so many times that you can't see what it is, but it's worth enough to feed all of Africa. out the red-headed slut all over Archer who also happens to resemble one Charlene is Juliana Calderon the Presidente's wife and no Mallory cannot address either on a first name basis I like that he wanted to spit something out but the only thing he could spit it on was the obviously white canvas so he couldn't get away with <laughs> ruining something so expensive even for him archer runs away but runs into the trio 
who are running to the clones instead of away from them, as Cyril had expected. Upon hearing this, Archer continues to sprint. Like, I have no time for your personal problems. So Pam suggests that they kill the clones in their coffins, despite not being vampires, because it won't matter to the stakes. (laughs) Which is an awesome line. Both she and Cyril go off to find that and some garlic, which is the opportune moment for the clones to come out from a trap door and capture Krieger. Now we don't know who is going to be the real deal, but I have a feeling we should know, but we probably won't. We're going to have fun with this. It's very rare that Krieger gets a spotlight. He's usually the voice in the background. And I feel like this is the point where we start figuring out his backstory. If memory serves correctly. And I'm excited. Lana wants to talk to Archer about his semi-commitment to getting his act together. Although he did lie about those eight drinks when they were really 12 and before that conversation can even be had he admits that he needs some advice regarding the fact that he slept with Calderon's wife and by cut back on anonymous sex he met anyone he can't value or find value in screwing so she does indeed give him that advice once processing with a fist to his balls do with it as you wish Because right now I don't give a fuck. She wants to continue to believe that he could possibly change. Unfortunately, he continues to only evolve by a minuscule of a commitment to doing so. Despite his continued voicing of wanting to have some part some role in her child's life. Charlene helps him to dinner. She's like, are you going to go to this dinner thing or did you already eat crayon? (laughs) Sits him right next to Lana who asks, how's your balls ruined? With Mallory being thrown out of her chair so that they can toast the guests of honor for selling 1 million albums going platinum, even though her album just dropped yesterday. But seeing as he clearly had enough money to spend all of them, she is now very wealthy, or at least Mallory gets half of that wealth. Even though, how is it going to get into the, I would be really questioning if that check is going to bounce. So I, I definitely wouldn't be spending it. No wonder your wife also instantly screwed Archer because you wouldn't even start dinner until she showed up and she hasn't even been half impressed with you. While toasting the palace is caught on fire because it seems they are indeed losing the war and now the rebels have invaded the ground, something Sherilyn celebrates as she believes it's her own hype causing the mania. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point 
in your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. And that concludes our episode. I thought this was funny. Everyone bounced off each other very well. The callbacks to the consistently lack of phrasing, despite how much phrasing was going on, is continuously hilarious. And I look forward to finding out more about what exactly is going on with Krieger. And what is the CIA actually up to? In fall, you know,